pudding. Let's get it. World's strongest hustler. Let's get it going. World's strongest hustler, King Bubba Betty Johnson. Bang Bang HD Variety Show. You know what I'm saying? We do special stuff on here. Hold on, let me just get this set up. We in the building. Bang, 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 bang. We in the building. Now tuned in to Bang Bang HDTV. Special stuff going on. World's Strongest Hustler, King Bumpervelli Johnson. Bang Bang HD Variety Show. Only on Facebook. Going through Plug Nation because it's special today. You know, I've been using the word special. It's, my, it's not my new stuff. I've been using this word for a while. Got a special talking. So, with Bang Bang Variety Show, let me show you how smart I am. It's a variety. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff going on, right? I decided to take my other segment called Talking My Shit that I do on Facebook. Like, the, usually I'll do it tomorrow or, you know, the other day. That's the one-on-one, -on -one, my regular camera, interviews, dope stuff, regular talk, right? But that's somebody special pull up. Now, if y'all don't know him, Google him. You could Google this guy. You could YouTube this guy, Instagram him, all kinds of stuff. I got special. My special guest today is Zeke Black. Street historian. I call him a street historian. I don't know if they call him the big homie that know all the information. I don't know what they call it or what they call him. I call him the big bro, big brother, because he's a good brother. Um, and I call him a street historian. And when I say a street historian, I'm not talking about him talking about buildings <laughs> or the days of, you know, the renaissance of Harlem. I'm talking about street stuff, the big homie, what the big homie did up top. Your big homie you do doing the dance for, you saying his name, what he doing. Um, all the streets, all the, all the, anything that has to do with the streets. I think a lot of mostly about um, the jails and what big homies did what, um, who was really live in the jails, who wasn't, um, and, and, and a lot of street stuff on top of that. Cause it's like, it's not only just jail talk, you know, you got the Alpo talk, you got the, you feel what I'm saying? But that's what he's into. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So you gangster guys, you, you tough. I said it before. You guys are tough. You tough guys are like tough guy stuff. You throwing it up. You're doing the dance. You represent somebody. Let's talk to this guy because he's connected with everybody in the streets. Valid. When you say the words valid, he's valid to people um, that know what's going on. The super duper big homie, big homie from the big from the big homie lands. <laughs> I'm not trying to make it a joke. Because like I said before, I can't lie. Because I, I don't want it to be too, because it gets serious. Like that, that, um, that vibe, that, 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 that stuff we talk about. Like I said, I'm not being, I'm, I'm being funny, but for real, like. The homies up north, you know, they put in a lot of work. They've been in jail for a long time, and they wanted to be recognized um, in the streets again. You know what I'm saying? And um, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about, we're going to bring up some Alpo. We're going to bring up a couple of things. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna get Zeke into his element of the things he does. You feel what I'm saying? So people can understand. But we're going to get a backstory on Zeke as well so we can know um, who he is as well and what he does. So special edition of talking my shit. You're now tuned in to Bang Bang HD TV. Let's get it, man. We're gonna have Zeke Black pull up in a couple of seconds. He already in the building. He's already here. 
He's home and he's here. Like I said before, um, and, and once again, this guy, um, and he's been up here too. So he's been outside. I think he knows some stuff about the streets up here too. Like y'all probably don't even know the whole history of up here that and y'all from up here. Like I said, y'all doing the dance, y'all repping the colors. I don't know what the hell is going on. So we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about the streets. We're gonna talk about some jail stuff. We're gonna talk about a little politics. We're gonna talk about moving forward and all that. Right here on the Bang Bang Variety Show, World Strongest Hustler, King Bubba Billy Johnson. Good shout out to everybody working on this platform, on the other platforms, you know what I'm saying, doing their thing. So we're about to get this thing going in a little while. We're in the building to far right in the background. You know what I'm saying? Let me see what the, let me see what the, I'm just playing with my Fuck your shit. Okay, that's where we at. So that's what we're about to do. Talk your shit. Talk your shit. All right. Okay, I want to make sure my sound effects are right. Let me check my You're now tuned in. Okay. Stop horsing around. Okay. Stop horsing around. Okay, let's go. Bang, 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 bang. All right, we in the building. Let's go. I got all my sound effects ready to go. All right. So today, like I said, we're gonna have a we still gonna have a topic because we're gonna be on for a little couple of seconds. But I'm saying I'd be on for a couple of seconds. So um, I don't know. I don't want to make the topic dark. Like I said, we got Zeke Black coming up on here. Um, we're gonna be talking about street stuff. Nah, for real. Like, because um I always say, pardon me, um, I always say that um um I always talk about me going to the program and coming from the program and starting starting my starting my whole life, me trying to take it serious from the program. Me doing podcasts from the program when they allow me to get my computer. And I'm, I'm, as soon as I go out for a doctor's appointment, as soon as they let me out to do something, um, I go, I go, I was recording my audio podcast and then putting it together on my computer and then putting it on SoundCloud. I was doing all that kind of stuff from the program. I get my, I get my hours out from the program and go live on my Facebook for a few hours in my, in my, in my wife's car, and that brought me a lot of people. And when I did that. I remember. I remember when I was when I was. I'm like, yo. I don't, I'm not saying it wasn't gonna work. It was working. I, that's, this is what I do. And then I had people tune in. I had I had Bino tune in. I had Sub Zero tune in. I had um uh the brother Peter Shoe tuned in. He had just came home. I had Peter Shoe tune in. So now I got people tuning in. But I wasn't on my page talking like about gangster shit. I was talking about like real stuff, real life. Um, you know, haters, you know, all kinds of stuff. And they was either giving me advice or just watching. And then anything I said, even down to the street stuff, some of the street stuff from the background of where I come from or what was going on, they never said, yo, son, you bugging or that didn't happen or, you know what I'm saying? So once I seen it working outside of my, my where, I'm, where I'm at, people like buying, no tuning in every day, tuning in and watching. Frank Nino tuning in and watching. I'm going, yeah, this thing could work. Oh, I mean, I got <clears throat> so anyway, like I said before, I gotta get my guy Z Black on here. I know he's waiting. We don't. So let's try to get Z Black in here. Let's add him to the joint. Let's see what's popping. What's popping? You hear me now? I don't hear you. you. Don't hear me? One two. You I got you. I got you. Yeah. One two. One two, baby. One two. Bang, bang, let's go, let's go, let's go. Bang, let's bang, get there, let's get there. Bang, bang. Bang, bang, That's what's up. You're now tuned in to Bang Bang HD TV. Alright, so we got my guy here, Z Black now. Um, 
I'm calling you a street historian. I don't, I don't know what they I don't know what they call it in in the blog world over there because I know what goes on over there. But I don't yeah, know it's what a dirty game. I know. <laughs> I, I pay attention. I'm scared. It's the dirty <laughs> section. It's I a know, little dirty. It's the dirty <laughs> section. I know they call it all kinds of stuff. They don't call you the big homie. They don't call you the big bro. I don't know. I call you a street historian because because yeah, in order to have you were in it in order to have that information, hold the information and date. You have to be around it. Yes. You have to be around it. So, you know what I mean? And especially when you could date it and you can go back to what date, what time, what they had on. The whole thing, the hat, the look, it makes you, that makes you a historian. You know what I mean? And especially if somebody goes, that's a fact, bro. Like, that was real. That game over there is a little scary. You know It's a dirty game, man. But, before we even get into all that, right? Even though I say who you are, and I'm saying what you are. I want you to announce yourself. Let them know who you be, what you do, and you know what I'm saying what's going on with you. All right, my name is um. You call me Zeke Black. I'm from Spanish Harlem. I've been in Albany for a lot of years, off and on. Um, I was outside in '85, the, the '89, okay. New York City. You know, the era that I mean, a lot of people speak about. I was amongst. A lot of important people. I, I was amongst a lot of facts, a lot of fairy tales, and a lot of dudes just thrown in the streets. Right. But the individuals I was around, you know what I'm right. saying? Course, the course. crews I was around, the individuals that we looked up to, the OGs. And I got to experience a lot of things in life. You know what I'm saying? Positive, right. negative, and positive. So what I do is I move for the culture. Uh, my show is basically like throwback stories or 90 tales shit. Um, you know, some political shit sometimes, some each one teach one. And I do a lot of shows on my East Harlem legends that I grew up around, that I played tag with, or some that was older than me that I just respected. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Because right. right. to, to, to try to let you, to let the people know that everybody wasn't killing themselves to get some money. The way right. books, movies, narrate these drug wars. A lot of these drug wars was only drug wars. It was personal shit that went south. You know what I'm saying? Right. Got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. Yes. Now, now, now. Um. Damn. I want. I want. I want to go back, but you you just covered a lot of stuff in that one breath. So. <laughs> yes. So my thing is, why do you? Why do? Why? Why did? Let's. So I'm gonna go right to. I'm gonna just go right into it. Right. Yeah. What made everybody say this needs to be known? What made everybody say? The whole world needs to know about this. What, what what makes these things important to our culture or to whatever we have going on in the world? Like what what why why? You know you know what happened, Bump, is a lot of people that began to tell our stories mm-hmm. wasn't from our cloth. Gotcha. So what happens is you get a guy that just was on the stoop watching what you doing. Right. He get an interview and narrate the story, but put himself in the story you, and bump you. you out. Like, nah, yeah, but bump. He wasn't right. really like that, but I was right. doing it like this. Right. Nobody remembers right. him. Nobody like who? What? But right. since they have an influence, it supersedes the truth. You understand right. what I'm saying? Got you. Got you. Um, Go I, I'm gonna give you a good example. Mm-hmm. They say the boogeyman outpour, right? Gotcha. But in the era that I grew up in, uh-huh. he wasn't the boogeyman on the east side. He was getting money with Richmond. Right. A&M. Right. But that's what we knew him for. Yeah, he getting money on the west side. It right. wasn't like he getting money on the west side and he's punched him in the mouth or he chased him around. 
Now, I'm not going to take nothing away from him. He may have had work, allegedly, in Washington Projects, where I'm from. But when the Brooklyn right. nigga came and cleaned that all up, I don't remember him coming in them projects with the Brooklyn nigga out. Now, you understand mm. what I'm saying, bro? Mm, got you. I got you now. I got but you. But you get dudes that go on the platform and create these narratives that he's just this infamous guy that had everybody scared to death of him. When, when, See, what? So go ahead. Keep going, Fifth. So what happens is, as you create, because more or less, on the east side, it was more of, he was like a rapper. He did things what rappers do nowadays. Ride around, jump out of cars, big dice games. Right. Your rooftop right. situation with females. All right. that shit was entertainment. Because the average right. person that was getting money on our side was trying to buy houses in Puerto Rico. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They was more nonchalant. They was... um. There was more money. Yeah, there was more... There was no front street with it. Yeah, there was a dude all that... They wasn't doing nothing to be loud. They may have had the same cars, but you see, it's the difference. I'm not jipping out my car, punching anybody in the face on the corner. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm a, right. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fly Enrique in from Puerto Rico, and he gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Right, right. right. <laughs> I'm gonna drive past in the car and keep it pushing at the horn. You know all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. Stuff. And so, I'm not gonna make my car flashy neither. So what happens is, it's like the people that began to narrate our stories. Uh-huh. Because they may have read a dawn, like like you'll find yourself arguing with somebody about a fact about what they read in the source magazine. Like, what the fuck right. are you talking about? I was there. You know what I'm saying? Right. And right. they're like, right. yeah. Now, like I said, I, I use Alpo as an example because mm-hmm. I give you a good example, right? When I was in high school, Norman Thomas High School, right? There's a guy named Eddie Cash that was in my class. He was cool with Kevin Childs and Alpo. So Alpo okay, used to okay, always right. be at Kevin Chow's store. Now, again, uh-huh. Kevin Chow's, right? Uh-huh. So now, when people go on from flexing him, saying what he's saying about Alpo, people that just uh, listen, uh, that watch paid him full, they don't know that they had a real relationship, not just the one that poked him. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Because there was a, the legend story was that Alpo told on Chow's. Am I correct? Am I saying it right? Yeah. He, yeah, yeah. He said, you know what I'm saying? He had the paperwork. You know what right. I'm saying? And, and he did some funny money shit, but you let Pope beat him to the punch, then people believe the killer. Now, why would he lie for? <laughs> that, that, you see gotcha. what I'm saying? So this is why right. we right. do what we do so that the truth can, can, can set people free. You know what I mean? Makes sense. That's, he's just an example. He's just an example. Um, because there's a lot of stories about him. There's always stories about Alpo. Alpo has a million and one thousand stories on this guy. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's the killer. He's the nice guy. He's the girl. He's the <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't know what to believe. But, I mean, I, well, I, I, here was here was here's my thing. When I when I because I started off like I said, I wanted to be in the world, right? That you guys were. In. Yes. And I said, I was intrigued. I'm younger. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm yes. young. I, I'm a few guys are in. Anywhere upper forties, fifties, I'm behind. Yeah. I remember the guys a little after forty eight. Yes. Okay, so I'm I'm behind, I'm a little behind. Yes. You know what I'm saying, Pauls? And, and you know, you know, as and I think as every young crew that or young people that come up doing that ever, we get on some stuff like because yeah. we doing what we doing. You know what I'm saying? We be doing what we doing. So as I, as yeah. I'm getting older, these stories are dope. We start, these stories are fire. I yes. I. I these are these these are real stuff that happened in my city. 
that you seen that we could talk about. That we could that talk I seen, about. You know what I'm saying? I was worried about it. I read the newspaper when they when they snatched Darnell up. You know what I mean? I've read the Remember newspaper when they, <laughs> from the eighties. With my eyes, little boy snap. There's a little boy that died. It's a funeral. Yes. Not understanding really what's going on, but I was there. You feel what I'm saying? So yes. I get it. You know what I'm saying? For people that did, but for my thing was so now what I did was I put up some I put up some audio of Alpo saying the things out of his mouth. So now I don't know what the stories, why the stories go. I didn't understand why these all these stories. When he's gonna tell you, he's telling you out of his mouth. I took an audio that he had and I yes. put it, re-put it back out. Yes. And, and it's him I own mouth saying what happened, why he killed Rich, who he killed, all the whole stuff. I know you heard it before. Yeah. We've all yeah. Heard, probably heard it. After that, I didn't see the... You think what I'm trying to say? What now? What? What happens exactly. now? Now, I'm going to tell you what's crazy, what right? Shout out to my man Court TV. It's a good friend of mine, right? Two years ago, he sent me Wayne's paperwork. Little uh, Wayne, Wayne Perry. He sent me his actual court he said. He sent me his paperwork because Alpo, you know, you can't get it. So, Poe ain't going to show right. his paperwork. So, a lot of things right. that Poe was saying to the media, oh, I never told him nobody mm -hmm. from New York, I never did this, that, and the third. And Wayne Perry's paperwork, he's, he admits huh? who he bought nine guns from. He admits to some guy from Manhattan that he bought some guns from. He says the guy named. Yeah, he said he said he what the D.C. smoked in He said that he was buying niggas, niggas, niggas in, in Long Island. Island. Um, he mm -hmm. mentions even a guy, this guy named Michael Jackson. Allegedly, uh -huh. Michael Jackson was like his snitch, and that's why he killed um the young boy, um little Gary, because this is all in the paperwork. He told on the niggas that actually saved his life. Like, you understand what I'm saying? You told on somebody. You said your little Wayne and them, little Gary and them is plotting on you. He went, they smoked the nigga. Then he went and told on them niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they're the ones that killed right. little Gary. So, so you gotta understand right. the man that's telling these stories. You know what I'm saying? You hear me? See, Wayne Perry. It's like he didn't care about any of those fools. Exactly. It's like he didn't care about the story you really want to. Right. So, so now you sit back and you go listen to AZ's recent interview. He goes, "Yo, I tried to get right. a movie deal. Alpo sends me um, Kevin Child's paperwork about a case of the information they asked about Kevin Child." Why would you get that same paperwork right. to the man who actually told on Kevin Childs? Like, how much coincidence is that, bro? You know what I'm saying? You get the so, so, Right. And, and Chuck told on Kevin Childs. Yes. <laughs> and, and brought the paperwork right. up. Like, yo, boom, AZ gave me the paperwork. So he like, hey, how do you even fuck with this nigga? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. we know he told. That's like, that's like you know I told. Yo, I'm trying to do a movie. We need you to sign off on something. You know what I'm saying? You might not even want to right. fuck with me. Like, man, let's just take this part out the movie. But all right, we need the nigga in it. I'm going to holler at somebody. Now, I send you somebody else's paperwork in the mix of this shit. Are you going to be the fool to pass this paperwork around? No, you're not supposed to. He sent it to you. What am I passing it around for? He sent it to me for He's me. Ready. And I want to look out for the nigga. And that's why Kevin Childs I copped out. Because that paperwork, whatever was sitting in the paperwork, it was like some... It was some grimy shit. Like, niggas is, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was some grime bullshit that forced me to go, fuck it, you got me. And I said, and that's why he said A told on him. A just trying to change the narrative now because he's by himself in the situation. You know what I'm saying? So that's why we got to talk about what we're talking about. Because we don't start speaking speaking upon the facts. He, this is an example, right? Now, now, what I said. What did you 
Don't you expect AZ to tell like the whole truth or whatever the case may be? Because it's AZ. Yeah, because A don't want to sound like he's an informant because he's been around a bunch of individuals that probably felt shaky business anyway. So now you don't try to put yourself out there like, yes, sir. <laughs> I was cooperating. You know, because you know, over the years you got you know built up these relationships. You know, you, you know. One thing about federal informants or dudes that drop dimes is people begin to go to jail around you. So you got some dudes that probably felt when Kevin Child said that shit. Like, that was weird. That time they bust open the gambling spot. Or right. that's wild that the police kicked my doors in. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. And then the story that he was saying, right, that didn't make no sense to me. Mm -hmm. There was some guy, some music nigga, that he felt that was trying to set him up. But Gangster Lou went and sold the nigga some weight. I guess booked the nigga on some weight. I guess Kevin Child right. died trying to get in the hip-hop shit, and this same nigga that right. was telling, Gangsta Lou never told the nigga, like, yo, son right there is a federal informant. He never told Kevin mm. Child he's a federal informant, and the guy actually right. also told on Kevin Child's. It's a music nigga. So you see what I'm yeah. saying? What grind, but, so A said he asked Gangsta Lou, I'm listening to this nigga, I asked Gangsta right. Lou, yo, why he never told Kevin that son was a, a rat? Oh, I right. forgot. Sonny, ain't saying nothing about you booking them for like 500 grams? You forgot him. What type of shit is this, bro? Like, well, who now makes these stories? Who, who's doing the PR work? Got you. Got you. So that's Everybody why we got to talk about this. This is why we got to talk about this, bro. Do we need this something? I'm gonna, yo, I got, some, I got, I got some, some OB history for you, bro, right? Some shit to tell us. Go. Let's right. go. The nigga that 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 that, 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 that was with Tupac, hey, 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 he's hey. out here over He's Stretch. right there on, on, on Queens. On Queens. He used to be right there on, on the boulevard. Wow. The Tupac shit. They always out here. Stretch. The Kev Webb. The live squad. Yeah, the live. Yeah, they, 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 they was out here. Shout out to Sway from them niggas. You know what I'm saying? A bunch of, you know what I'm saying? Them niggas from, from Springfield. Springfield right. Gardens. They was in Albany. 89, 90, 91. You know what I'm saying? Wow. 92. Wow. Early wow. years. Wow. Gigi and the Kev Webb. Kev Webb, for those that don't know who Kev Webb is, he's doing with Skane Dollar, all that DJ Clue right. shit. Right. We talking about, I'm talking about right. Kev right. Webb before Fabulous, Joe Buttons, right. Ben B, Management. We all used to be right with Jay Cooler. We all used to be right there with Sheridan and GM family, right? Gigi is how I wow. met Tardo. Oh. I came on in 1996. When I came on in 96, Gigi from, from, from Falls and Boulevard was like, yo, son, I, my man rap. So I'm like, oh, my man Chardo. Chardo was doing the show on Troy. It's how good my memory is, my nigga. He's like, yeah, my wow. man was down with Uptown Records, and he's, he's just doing his own thing. He out here. Me right. and Chardo began to have a conversation. I met Chardo in 96. I think he was doing shows in Albany then, my nigga. That's what my man Gigi. If you on this live right now, Gigi oh. lived in Central Towers. You know what I'm saying? That's wow. when I met him. I first came up, up north. Wow. I came home, my, and I was with my man Gigi. Gigi got killed. My man Smooth, Africa. You know what, wow. what I'm saying? The 132 from Farmers. Wow, Pete. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a whole lot, bro. You know what I'm saying? Now, side. Now, side. I just told you some shit, right? That was some shit I just told you, right? It's 9-6, bro. 9-6. He was doing shows, yeah. doing shows, and Troy all disconnected me back then, bro. I didn't meet him from the gang shit and all the other shit. I met him, but he was pretty put because my man Gigi was cool. This is before Desert Storm Records, bro. 
This is when so DJ what? Clue is still making mixtapes. You know what I'm saying? I heard a story that Clue is living up here. You saying so Clue is living up here? Was that a- now his crew was like cool. Kev Webb, Dave right. Sean, rest in peace, right. Teflon Dawn, Marley Glenn Suave, right? They was all Piper, Pipe, J. Clue, Okay, got the Queen's crew. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not even thinking almost. Early nineties, bro. Eighty nine, Big Face Fred, Big Face Fred. You know, you, you know Fred and all that. Don't say all of them was back then. 89, 90, 91, 92, 93. That's when Locker and Orange was crazy. Locker and Orange. Crazy. Um, and it's a who's who the streets, right? This right, is when right. Two Guns was out here. This is when Two Guns was running around. Go. They lost the niggas. Everybody with the niggas. Go with the niggas. Goldfinger. There you go. There you go. Talking shit. We bringing niggas where they have to be bought. And now, you let We, we got to stop letting <laughs> sucker niggas narrate these stories that don't make sense. Now think about this. I know niggas that was fucking with Fritz in eighty. You know I was in Albany when I first came to Albany. Right. Yo, bro, Z, when I first came to Albany, uh-huh. it was on Easter by accident, bro. You know what I mean? Mm, talk to me. Cause I was I'm in East Harlem. I'm seventeen years old, bro. Right. It right. was Easter, and all my men was going to a club called the Ritz. They, right. They, they, they was going. I'm gonna tell you what they was, they was gonna go see. They, they, they was gonna go see Black Sheep. Uh-huh. Um. Um, that whole native tongue shit, Queen of Tape, right, right, Money right, Love. Right, right. My man's always going to the club is the who's who of the streets back then, the Brian Ad Boys. Y'all could Google this. Brian Ad Boys. Brian Ad. from the Bronx. Tone Lopez. Sugar Hill Tone. All the niggas that's on the blocks back then. Because you all went to that. I think Mona was there too. Your man, Ralph Van C. Five Quarter. Uh-huh. People my block. You know what I'm saying? He said, people my block. It's ground in my building. He went with them niggas when they went. You know what I'm saying? Right. They went to the rich. My, my, 14 years. my cousin was on the radio out here on WCBB. That's when there was no commercial hip-hop station. His name was DJ Passion. But he went to SUNY Albany. Okay. So he brought me out here. I said, fuck it, I'll go with you. Because he's on the radio. So he's doing all these parties, all this Trinity cap and shit. I said, all right, I'm better. I'm with it. So I'd like to see right. something different. When I first came to right. Albany, bro, they had a club called September's, my nigga. I met a nigga named Gordon mm. Mills. Gordon Mills had a store on Clinton Avenue. Y'all probably know him. You know what I'm saying? I met him with Heather oh. Grace and Diaz Law. They was in his store on Clinton Avenue. Clinton and Swan. I went to the club called right. September's. Mike Tyson was out there with Team Tyson. The original right. Team Tyson was Albany right. niggas, bro. It wasn't all that. See? Narrative. Because right. he got beef with Mike. Everybody swear the original Team Tyson was Brooklyn niggas. It was Albany 518 niggas, bro. You hear me? That's a fact. That is a fact. 89. It was 89 Easter. I'm in front of a club called September. September's was on um where that Dodge dealership was at. That that, that, that was September. So all the niggas that was outside, y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. You know what, what I'm saying? Talk, I know talking about. OG's know what you're talking about. <laughs> what the fuck I'm talking about, man. You know what I'm saying? That's when there wasn't no commercial station. The only nigga, I'm going to tell you. The only nigga that was doing some type of hip-hop show, I don't know why mm-hmm. it was 89, but it was definitely the early 90s, was Sugar Bear. He was on that... What's that? Oh, there we go. Sugar Bear. What's that? Uh, what's that station? 91 Fly, Fly 92. Okay, Fly 92. a one-hour show on that show, a half-an-hour show where they played like a, a, a little hip-hop mix. This had to be like 1991. It was right. Sugar Bear. He was, on a, he was like the only rapper, the only DJ on right. personality that had a yeah. hip-hop show. Play- that show turned into a whole radio station. 96.3. A lot of niggas wow. don't even understand that. Wow. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Wow. From half an hour segments or an hour segments, DJ Sugar Bear. Everything else was right. RPI, DJ Toast, right. um, Sienna, 
Right. This is Jason. That's Stevens. Uh, like, what's your man's? Um, those, uh, what's his new nigga name, man? He cool, though. That's my little man. He's down with the upstate DJ niggas. Um, what's Hoffa? Yeah, Wiz as well. Yeah, Wiz. Yeah, Wiz. Because Wiz is also into that production shit like Swift, um, Crush. Okay. Now, um, Swift. I was that uh, name. It's, it's, it's two of them I'm talking about. It's one short, dark nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Jay Williams. I think it's Jay Williams, something Williams. And his man okay. is K Dukes. K Dukes. All them niggas is on the air back then, bro. This is when your man Young Wise is working at SUNY Albany. This is when I first came to Albany. When I, I came back, when I came back to Albany, this had this was was eighty nine. When, when I came out here, they had a they, yo bro. They had a juice bar called Changes on Central Ave in Westgate Mall. Wow, you used to go there. It was a juice bar, it was a soda joint. That have to always go there, bro. I'm gonna tell you who, who was my friends back then, bro. I'm gonna tell you my friends back then, bro. You hear me? Was Decky Lawson and all of Decky Lawson, LeWall Cancer, the cop nigga? He wasn't a yeah, said we all went to school together. Decky, his brother, wow. um, Ron and all of them. And I played JB football right. with them. I'm with my cousin. I'm giving some shit right now, bro. And this was his history, baby. He was doing a, the, the, um, the Cool Wizard. The Livingston part, the cancer part is on Livingston. Albany was popping back then, bro. Like it was really popping. It was, it was, it was, it was. It was it, I'm just giving you. So when other niggas tell right. you these, these these stories, I tell you that wasn't off the porch. They make it right. sound like nah, niggas nah. It, it was always uptown, downtown, but you had to be from Albany to go through it. Gotcha. You wasn't for me. That shit ain't matter. Like I got nothing to do with the uptown, downtown niggas. It's always been like that. So guys from the city come up here, they don't be involved with the politics. Yes, yeah, like you know, they didn't do with that shit. It, it only came when they told us we couldn't eat on certain blocks. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's the shit get political. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yo, yo, bump. See, what I just told you I'm I'm in charter with nine six. Nine six. How many niggas you can yeah, say that was rapping in Albany? That there was a couple of niggas that was rapping, but Tardo was definitely one of them that was outside. Nine six, my nigga. That's why it'd be surprising yeah. me, like when it comes to the accolades of the game, you gotta give niggas the accolades for pushing the culture forward. You know what I mean? You, you gotta go, you know what, man, Charlo, you've been around, bro. Like you really pushed the culture. Bad. Like he he created a scene that other dudes is able to duplicate. There you go. There you go. Doing regular shows. You. you talk about what smoothies is popping, bro. When your man Lamel was doing right. parties over there in smoothies, you know what I'm saying? With right. the rocking horse shit and Horse, he going back. He's he going back. I ain't get to nine. Look, I ain't get to nine nine. And then I yeah, then I got yeah, 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 yeah. It was crazy, bro. It was crazy. And this is just that's why when I do my shows, if you ever see when I'm, when I'm on my YouTube channel, mm -hmm. I always find a way to throw all me in there, bro. I see because I, I, that played a part of my life. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. And, and by you know what I'm saying, I always throw Charlo in there. There's, right. there's a couple of videos I got like thirty thousand or twenty five thousand views where I'm just yo, my man Charlo Bomber, check him out. Ski mask, uh, where a motherfucker might uh, see Charlo go, yo, I seen your man in the video, shout you up, because you can't forget right. the people, bro. Right. Yo, that's a fact. I met, when I met Charlo, that nigga was rapping, but he right. was rapping. I think he was still an uptown artist. Right. On that, oh, oh, I think he was still part of Andre Hill Real shit. This is right. 96, bro. Wow, it's crazy. This is crazy.
bang, 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 you know bang, bang. A lot of dudes can't. A lot, listen, a lot of dudes, and I'm just saying that because not just because you're the homie, I'm right. just speak facts. You fact. know what I'm saying? These are facts. And this is what I'm Yo, he could have went with Kev Webinar. Remember, these are all his little friends. Got you. <laughs> Gigi and um when Gigi went when 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 Clue started doing Money Night, all that Money Night freestyle, that, that mixtape shit and all that. Right. right. This is Toto friends. Right. Even though Toto some Spanish Harlem too, don't get it twisted. Right. Carver Mob, you know, right. go with Pamsy and them niggas. But right. also as well, not saying niggas, but brothers, Toto was in Queens on the north side. Max, he said. So it. all of them when niggas be talking about Binghamton, big Archie and them niggas, he know all these niggas. He know the Mitchell Murder right. shit. He know all, but see, Carlo had his own lane because, like Back. he said, when I was watching the interview that you did with him. They wanted him to be the next Father MC, bro. Because Father MC really Back. crossed over. Puff, Puff. Like he was the. It can't like Puff MC wasn't the man. He was the man. He was the man. Can't feel like he was the man at that era. He was the treat him right was the song. So treat him right, and that song here, yo. A lot of people don't know that. That song that he did, um, What You Do For Me, I'm a Do For You. That's the first track Mary J ever put out. She, she, she's the one singing the vocals. This is way before oh, You Remind Me. This is way before My Love. Mary J was that's, on the chorus. That's the first song. That's that that became a mega hit. What You Do For Me. He's in the club dancing to this shit. You know what I'm saying? Cause see, my cousin was on WCDB, so he used to get the records, right. bros. In so that's why I used to see him on the credits. I like reading this shit. My cousin Passion, I've right. been reading this shit, bro. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Fact. We talking about when Father MC was hot. We talking about LL Cool J was hot with that jingling baby shit and all that. And you talk about the right. We talk about we talk about some hip hop, right? Vanilla Ice. Yo, he's been in the club dancing the Ice Ice Baby. I don't know why. That's what he was doing. You know what I'm saying? Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, son. This is this is early. This is not now mind you, I'm still going back and forth to New York. So I got enough time to catch these B and C felonies. I'm running around. Now stop holding the around. Tortoises, right? I went to North Right. Yo, I went I went to Norman Thomas High School. Norman Thomas High School, 33rd Street. Right. At my right. school, me and my man Wiggs, my man Ed. You know what I'm saying? We all we went there to do some uptown. Some, you know what I'm saying? A lot, a lot, a lot of individuals went there. Now, my ever I went to school, right? Right. You had a lot of dance crews. That was the ever IBM dancers, all that dancing shit. All the but yeah, my homegirl is a class with us, bro. My man's right. cousin, baby mother. Uh -huh. We used to be running around cutting class. She right. winded up, bro, being on Queen and Tifa's first compilation flavor unit album. With a group called Bigger Sister. Five Noah Jasmine. Puerto Rican chick named Jasmine. Wow. She be on my block, bro. Wow. She said, come on, 99 wow. relax. Illa G wow. for Mob D. Illa G for my boss, my guy. Back in the uh, day, this is my 87, 88, 89, uh, my main rival. That whole deep step ever, uh, mad catches to be on my block, bro. Like Illa G, like I knew about, we knew about Prodigy and Mob Deep before Prodigy and Mob Deep popped. Because niggas were battling right. school all day. Deep uh, Freeze. Talk about that. Sub Zero was DJ Deep Freeze. He said, Mike Graffiti and all that. That, that East Army shit been around since the 80s. Shout out to Sub Zero. That's my guy. Shout out to Sub Zero, man. Oh, That's dude, my man, man Deep Freeze from, from, East, from, from East River. 
He had a song with a nigga named Left right. Mama. See, when people create these narratives, one of the first rappers on the east side of our generation to get radio play was Zico uh-huh. from 1199. You know what I'm saying? He's from 1199. He had a song called My Phone. Him and Deep Freeze. DJ Deep Freeze, the Freeze Corporation. That's before Freeze started catching them cases in Baltimore and caught the Fed charge uh-huh. and all that shit. I know the nigga he plugged. You know what I'm saying? What? Shit. You know what I'm saying? I know, I, I, I know, I, I, I know, I know. Oh, here we go. Still it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I sort of know the dude that he plugged. So I was like, right. you know what I'm saying? Listen. Right. Legend, let's say the legend. Yeah, I'm about to go. I'm doing the show, though. I got to call you right back. Yeah, so um, so my bad. So my man Freeze, he, so 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 Deep Freeze, he was he was definitely an architect of the hood. Now mind you, this, remember this is First Avenue. Let me slow down. This is First Avenue. We get back to Manhattan now. Now this we talking about ninety ninety one and ninety three. It was a different time. Rest in peace, Zab. The game was changed in Purple okay. City. We used to club with them at a club called Quasimodo's and in St. Francis D. That's about Purple City. Uh, shice bub, you talking about the purple city, the Spanish guys that was putting in the work? Yeah, the, the East purple side. Shit. Those are the dudes we grew up with. Five Footy was there for that right. too, bro. We all grew up together. So back then, right. you had big DJs on the East Side that nobody talks about, like um, Double R, D- DJ Rage, um, D Bo, D- those, those are like I would say, so we used to go to St. Francis parties, one ten parties. 1199, after that, mm. dudes want to rap. So we had the rappers, bro. But we came with the rap game. Yo, I remember going to freestyle parties and they, and they playing Coogee Rap, it's a demo. You're talking about Coogee Rap, it's a demo, Rhyme Time, Rikers Island, Coogee Rap. We never talking about first album. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm bringing you back, bro. Wow, I'm bringing you back. You know what I'm saying? Bang, bang, bang. All bang, those guys going back and forth. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is, this is, this is, this is so. I like doing this because we're able to give people clarity that they can ask somebody some questions like, oh, shit, that doesn't, that, that has to make sense. So you would think that any, right. like, even like I said, like Sugar Bear, people may not like him for certain shit that he may have done right. in his lifetime, but because right. he stood around long enough to convince right. corporate America to actually make a full hip-hop, commercial hip-hop station, you, I gotta give him some accolades or, or because I ain't gonna front, he had like a half an hour show that they were just like, right. like a mix. I don't know right. if he was mixing, but he's have a mix, bro. I, right. I'm, I'm in the county jail. The only right. way you got hip hop continuously was college radio. You know, Biz, Chris Cool, right. Jose Melendez, the guys that was mixing. Right. My cousin, Passion, Wise would come up. He'll DJ. Just to say, right. DJ Toast. Um, right. What's that? What's son name? Um, Nate the Great in the niggas Airstyle. You know what I'm saying? Okay. 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 That was the culture. That 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 was every day's like that. What made hip hop big here in the five one in the five one eight was right. college right. radio. College radio did it for us. 
the first movement I seen, right, club movement, right. DJ Young Wise and my cousin, they was doing club dominoes. So she called Freaky Fridays, right. That shit was crazy, bro. Okay. Now okay. my cousin was doing roller skating parties. My, my cousin Jeff Passion and DJ Young Wise right. Productions. Those niggas created a movement. Yo, I met Tracy Morgan Uptown Comedy Club. They came to Albany, bro. Okay. Okay. Shout out to Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. This is before he got the millions. This is when Tracy Morgan and Flexner was getting $500 a show. I remember, because my cousin was on the radio station, I went and seen Tupac. I didn't know it was Tupac. I didn't see Digital Underground. You know what I'm saying? You had these niggas that was right. dancing on stage. Um, that shouts to Kings and Kings Production. Nobody shouts them niggas out. They they was doing a lot of concerts at the Palestinian, the Kings family. Hey, hey, hey. I don't know. You understand what I'm saying? So that's what I said. Dudes that was there, we never, we speak about this. This is what brings the people together. There's no hate here. We gonna bring it. We're moving the culture forward. forward so right, that was right. my step. Like I go, Kings and Kings Production. Yeah, they was bringing Grand Luby, and they bought Rakim. They bought <laughs> and they prime, not right. old school tours. They bought Rakim to Albany when we well, talking about microphone feed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was God. talk like sex. Grand Nubian. Um, Naughty by Nature, that was King. That a lot of them was Kings and Kings production, the Kings family, bro. She saw all he wasn't as fucked up as so, it is so, now. Yeah, okay, got you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Nothing here. It's nothing. And here. that's really because, like, 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 think about by the time I met, by the time me and you met, you was downtown, I was up, whatever, uptown. All right, right. was, was getting the game coaching. I was it about wasn't to say, I was. I was just about to say that, Zita. By the time I got, it was a lot of game coaching. The homies came in. Oh, sure. The game coaching just kind of yeah, took it. Is. <laughs> and, and, and when the game culture hit, it it, 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 it changed everything because it, it it changed from getting money to dudes trying to tear each other down. Like, you know, I'm on some color shit. Y'all don't like him because of this. Right. It, it took away. It right. took the, that's when the love from the city began to deteriorate. To, to because you said it was more love back then when in eighties and eighty eight and all that stuff, like it was way more love than now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I first with it, even on my block, my neighborhood wasn't like West Harlem. Mm -hmm. Not shit on West Harlem, but we had like Carver Projects. Elliot, rest in peace, was cool with Tony Lopez. These are housing complexes. Black Park, right. Hill Hole Crew, Brian right. Lab Boys. Y'all can Google all these all these names. They all can hang out peacefully. There was never a drug war amongst them. So for us to see that gotcha. these niggas getting money and they now chasing each other to go into war, that's how we grew right. up. So that's why most of my generation, we never really had beef. Right. Yo, your man, your man five footer, <laughs> your man five right. footer used to be with us in front of the building. See, how my right. school started was graffiti. Definitely so digging pockets. And doing all type of other shit, digging pockets, putting people in the head, chasing people around. You know that average little little little, little nigga shit. Nobody wants to take a pack. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired of staying on so, the corner. I can go right here and dig this pocket and come back with some. You know what I'm saying? So with now two I'm running around wild and Get him with the two fingers. Wallet. This chick, Deep Freeze mentioned on Queens Flip. He mentioned a guy named Calvin. Calvin was like the plug. All those niggas are Zulu Nation. I can't talk about Zulu Nation in the Bronx, but in my neighborhood, the Zulu niggas was the official niggas. Like Papo, Poodoo, JJ, 
those Zulu, those are the Zulu right. Nation niggas. You know what I'm saying? Beating niggas right. up, right. taking pockets, cowering them niggas. Yeah. Uh, Zulu Nation had a big inspiration with the gangsters, bodyguard and all of them. So right. now I think the game changed. They in the streets. The nigga Calvin, that's a name I heard in 86, bro. Right. Right. Calvin was fucking with Boy George. Like Bob Lemon, they, they wound up getting cased up with Boy George, man. And around my way, Calvin was the plug. I think he was from Carver Project. He's probably that Carver Mob shit. He went with Tardo with him. He's probably that Carver Mob. Tardo with Tisdale and all You know what I'm saying? Tardo's right. checking in. I believe Calvin was from Carver because my man. Sister went down south. This had to be like 88, bro. She got caught in bricks. She did like 10 years in the feds. My man's sister. Wow. I think a cow. See, niggas wow. been going out of town. Yo, dudes been going to these wild states. They had the plugs, bro. Right, to That's why New right. York had our next one, certain city, because the plugs was, a lot of plugs was coming out of these five boroughs, bro. Bless you, bless the first person I allegedly hustled for to buy spray cans, it, it, it was for a chick. You know what I'm saying? That was fucking with, allegedly, the Calvin nigga. Then, we still didn't wow. take it serious until like 1990. That's when niggas is like, yo, we're going to make this shit a full-time job. You know what I'm saying? But, we got to think about <laughs> the, how the pay rate was back then. The pay rate back then was, mm. what, 10 cents a bottle? Allegedly? Right. So, you be outside right. all day. You get tired of that shit. Oh, so, me and my friends... Mono was a part of this, but he was a part of this shit because he played a part. I know for he stood with us. We one day, right. me and my man so Leslie said, yo, we ain't taking no more work from you niggas. We're going to put work on the block. We took four coins. Right. Them niggas, is, they want right. to watch and see that we know what we was doing. We was on to the right. right thing, allegedly, but we didn't have a plug. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? So by Friday... We scavenging, we buying freestyle, woke them uptown. We going uptown, jump out of the cabs, yo, Bobby, let me get... Give me whatever, right, right, whoever's so out there. We never had butter. Right. Yeah, it was good. So, so it was nothing, but we gained respect from, from these niggas. Nobody died in this situation. Mm. They might have threatened our lives, you know, get the corner phone, Zeke is dead, you know, all, all the normal <laughs> shit, we catch Zeke, you know, fuck him up, not just me, but two other niggas. Yeah, right. But right, right, right. these niggas wasn't stupid. How we can right. get money while having to kill these little niggas. Because remember, right. their generation of niggas broke was their friends, the older niggas. A lot of them older niggas still had crack habits. They had coke habits. You so it's like, okay, you these young niggas, all they do is smoke weed and drink 40 ounces. Go. There you go. It's my era. They're not going to fuck our money up. Right. These other niggas, you, grow, you know what I'm saying? My, my, my. Niggas is going up with 80 packs, 10 you packs, 20 packs. Run off and with that's the how the money, grew, bro. And that's how we took it to the top. Remember, we went from writing graffiti to becoming a block thing. Mono was there. I call him Mono. He was there with us, bro. He was that nigga, yo, the, yo, bro. He was, yo, he was with us since 1989, my nigga. You know I mean? He was the young nigga, not the young, but the short nigga. He's just as old as me. Don't nigga fool. Right, right, right. right. One of the building, me, him, Wiggs, Shaw, out of that. One of the building, bro. I posted. You know what I'm saying? Posted. And, and it was all love. Mind you, we had a football team for the neighborhood, Sugar Hill. We had the basketball team. Everybody was cool. So, I got something back and forth. Yeah, Sun Silver Slipper was popping. Only thing, only thing, though, the only thing I think what messed it up for Albany was huh. is that, just like any other city, man, the residue of the crack resident generation created what we seen. 
the game generation of baby mothers. So now, remember, our generation was when you fucked with a chick, at least the mm. chick knew it was money orientated. The average right. chick now fucks with my baby father, he the big stony. Oh, my uncle, he the Right, yeah, he the, he the, 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 the brim and all that stuff now. Yeah, it is like yeah. So these kids are caught up in that. They caught like you know what I'm saying. So they caught up in all that. So they're being raised in the game culture. We wasn't raised in the culture. We just was outside trying to get some money and figure this shit out. When in the household, that becomes cool because you know a lot of gang members right. are homeless unless some niggas got their shit together. You know what I'm saying? We seen it. We you know we see we we have to see the games. No disrespect to gang members, but we just see that one chick who house becomes the, the shelter. You know what I'm saying? Where all the homies is at. Yeah. So these kids see this shit, right? And they mimic what they see. Facts. That is. And this is why you got gang, 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 bro. You know what I'm saying? Remember our generation? We went outside because like, when I met you, you was knee deep in the street. You it was a game, but we niggas just trying to get money. We we outside doing what we do, but we trying to get a dollar because that's what it's about. Fuck all that other shit. You know what I mean? Like you can't. Yeah, son. You know what I'm saying? Because I money worth the same as what I was taught. You know what I'm saying? So we gotta get money. Yeah. That's why I want to do this for because I see what you're doing, bro. And, I, and you know, I got I have a little influence on this little internet thing because I got the little YouTube channel. I be on Clubhouse. Like I like yesterday, I was on Clubhouse. My man P got a, a channel on Clubhouse. I'll be jumping in sometime. A bunch of other people, like you know what I'm saying. And 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 and, and, and so I know that somebody will listen. Like yo, that's that's a guy that be on Clubhouse. Or that's a guy that be on YouTube. Or that's a guy that boom. And, and, it, and it just brings traffic to what you're doing. All it takes is one person to talk about it, bro. Because I see what you're doing, bro. And 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 and, 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 and I know that in history, somebody's gonna sit back and go. No, Tardo wasn't the... No, now listen, mind you. I'm not saying that he was the only rapper in 96. What I'm saying is when I met Tardo, he was rapping. He, he was out out. You know what I'm saying? You know? He was doing shows. You know what I'm saying? can't deny that one. You can't deny that. And I'm not going to front the niggas that he was around had he really stuck... To not want to do his own thing, he would have been caught a record deal because he was already in tune with the Desert Storm niggas, the, the Murder Inc. niggas. Like, remember, he was already in the industry. Like, when he was rapping, Irv Gotti, them niggas was in the game too. It's right. just that they wanted to make Charlo something that he didn't want to be. He didn't want to be, right. right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Facts, 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 facts. You know what I'm saying? Bang, and that's, bang, that's, bang, 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 bang. And that's all that happened to him. He didn't want to do that, so he did. He did Fuck, I'm gonna do it myself. But I'm gonna tell you, y'all niggas inspired me when y'all was doing the dirty dudes. I said I remember that the early 2000s. Okay, that shit was inspiring, bro. Y'all doing DVD That shit. Y'all was the first niggas I seen doing that in the fire one day. Said they talk his shit. Y'all was doing that. Everybody born to die. You had the white caravan and all that. That shit. Y'all shit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all was also something that was. That was only something that was good. The only thing that didn't happen with you guys was, is that that's that's you know, I just felt like commercial radio didn't get behind you. All it took was just one person in commercial radio to go, yo, let me give these niggas a chance. Y'all like it? Uh, 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 you know what I'm saying? Let's let's create something. So now let's speak about that. Like, talk about having influence. Talk your shit. Right? And influence. 
Do you know why these you young boys in New York are doing this jail rap shit, as you say? Because you got people that go. There's no other way out for these young niggas but to promote this music and hopefully they clean the act up and do some positive shit. But niggas is getting behind it to get some of these young boys out the hood. It's just that a lot of these young boys got beef already. Already, right. Like my man's right. son, T. Right. I spoke to the young boy before. Because that's my right. man's son. Right. He really was on his rap shit. It's right. just that his they 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 need deep in neighborhood beef shit. So now by the time you do your first show, you got eighty niggas <laughs> that want you dead. You know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna be honest with you to keep it a hundo. Only way a hundo was that the young boy was on or something with K Flock and up. K Flock, Dougie B. Right. My man, that's right. his nieces, that's his nephews and all this shit. Like yo, see, my son just died. I mean, rest in peace. So you know, she she watch. You know what I'm saying? But oh, but I you see, it. niggas got behind that. Now let's think about right. When y'all was doing dirty dudes, y'all was pulling it together, right? If somebody just would have said, you know what, I'm going to get behind him, who just knows where Aubrey would have went? Because I don't think it would have been as game-related. Because now what happens is, when the, Cedar, when, the city, when the city doesn't feel no support, they look for outsiders. Where are the outsiders? We don't care. Right. You know what I'm saying? Man, you have fun I, I here. Said don't keep me away your hundreds. Why, why should I care for Right. You can't come to my cool. project to do that shit, but I sit in front of your right. mother house with a pet. You know what I'm saying? You hear me? Off right now. <laughs> we just keep it 100 with you. Right. If y'all want to stop uh, these, these young boys, a lot of these young boys' talent is music. That's all they know. So many niggas can't read, but they can rhyme. They you know rhyme, what I'm saying? Or do beats or record. That's a fact. That's so a for fact. you DJ niggas that listen to this shit, stop. Let's take the chance to go. Let me see if. Drill music. Them young boys, they all rap the same, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Talk your shit. These niggas got 20,000, 20 million views, 40 million views. I'm watching. I'm paying attention. Niggas is behind them. You know what I'm saying? It's right. like, yo, just get behind the music and maybe you can mentor somebody. Like, right. Now, what I just right. said to you, right? When I first came to. How many times, how many times have you seen, yo, I had to argue with nigga one time. Nigga had to apologize to me, like, yo, you right. I said, you keep saying Team Tyson, you was down with Tyson after the fallout. Which one the original Team Tyson? After like, the even the blood encrypted peace treaty. up here and went back. Went back. The blood encrypted, right. the, the 9-2 peace treaty, right? Do you know uh -huh. Albany, New York played a major part to that peace treaty, bro? Aaron Dare really? brought Bloods and Crips to New York City. By that book, The Uprising, bro, when he was the leader of the Urban League, he brought Bloods right. and Crips to New York to show them niggas like niggas to get along, bro. Had them niggas on the train and all that. He played a part. Right. He played a major part. That He made a part to that Blood and Crips shit that happened in, in 1992. Wow. Aaron Dare, in New York. Wow. Wow. Bang, 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 bang. Wow. Well, we speak of Aaron Dare, we're going to speak about the, the embezzlements and the schemes and the scams, but right. he played a whole part to saving lives. You know what I'm saying? He was like the first African-American to, to head the Urban the urban League in, 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 the, in the late 90s and all that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, we have to, us, that's why we got to stop letting niggas narrate the story. Keep doing what you're doing. You're going to gain a following because we keep letting people not from our culture narrate our story, bro. That's, that's, I'm not going to lie to you. Not to stop you, right? 
that be the stuff that makes me upset. Two things. I don't really like when with, with this whole uh new stuff. See, a guy like you, because you were outside in New York, should talk about New York. I'm not a fan of someone from no disrespect. I'm not a fan of like someone from Philly <laughs> talking about New York or the guys down south talking about New York because they you know the narrative don't be. You know what I mean? The way they say it, it the way it, it, it just and it's not their news. I don't understand why like, they're not doing like there's no snitch. This they can't act like there's no snitches in their town. Or there was it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't get it. Why is they got going on? I don't get it, bro. That's a fact. So that that's the stuff that's really, like I don't ever understand that part. But but go back to what you were saying, though. Like, go ahead, brother. That, that, that bothers me though a lot. Yeah, because, I, I don't because, like because, it. because that's a fact. And that's why I say, so when I do what I do, I do it because I like to create the conversations. So we so so it becomes a New York conversation, and we can build right. it and not go off of what you read in Don Debo. Because you, right. you wasn't outside, don't speak on it, bro. If you wasn't there, I'm out there, you can speak on it, but don't put yourself there. Don't put yourself. Sounds crazy because you want the cops. There you go. Yeah, it don't make no sense. Like so, every time, anytime I try to tell the story, I always tell it from the outside. If I wasn't there, if I was there and I saw it, that's one thing. Why do I have to be involved? Yeah, then I was over there standing with the gun too. Like what's that? That's dumb? what I'm saying. Niggas put themselves there. I was in the car sitting, looking, right. and, and it's like, that's that's I, I, that's dope, I, that I saw it. Like yo, I I saw that. And if somebody else saw it, that should make it valid enough. I don't gotta be then have no grump. I'm gonna ask you a question, bro. Talk to me. Alpo, going back to him. We never knew he killed the Miss until he said he did the shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A lot of dudes until he said he did it. So you're telling me that was a secret? Was like, oh. like nobody never said, yo, Poe killed the Miss though. That was never a conversation until he said he killed the man. So was, that's what I'm saying. You even here's my question. Wasn't it wasn't it a light to me? I just I, I think I don't know if I'm wrong. Wasn't even it a secret when they found out he killed Rich? Like what? What they? No, I'm gonna say it's funny. I'm not gonna say it's funny. Bless the peace of the Porter family. You know, you you say all those years you made DVDs. Remember the first one? Yo, I told A, holla at Patnum. I give him thousands of dollars to say that. Um, let's say that I didn't kill Rich. Stop saying that shit. Stop telling people that, right? But then when you get your chance to speak, yo, I killed Rich. So why? You know what I'm saying? Right. When you right. on, remember the right. three right. star shit, the shit right. that right. he right. called was like, yo, and AG, yo, why dumb when them keep saying I kill Rich? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, right. I ain't do that. Jump, stop saying that. But then when you had your own one on one with K Slate, oh yeah, I regret killing Rich Porter. My nigga, you should have right. been said that. You hear me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Off top, because this is what I'm saying. A dead man can't speak. Dead men can't speak. We don't know. We don't. We, we don't even know why Rich Porter really died that day. Facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We don't know. Mm-hmm. The issue. Nigga never mm-hmm. asked mm-hmm. what he want that to make it make sense. But again, we narrative. still don't know this. You think AZ narrative was more on point than the story? When, he, when, when I hear from Alpo, Alpo story. Here's where it messes me up. I'm gonna just run by what he said out of his yeah, mouth. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He killed A because. A was getting something from his plug that the plug was supposed to just give to him. Give and he was chuffed for it. And then he said, if he lies about it, we're going to smoke him. I don't understand why. If this is your man, why you didn't press him? If that was the problem. I'm saying, if, if you know, if I know that you're giving yeah. me something, right? 
And I go, yo, I know he's getting it from my boy, and my boy's supposed to just give it to me for free. I'm supposed to pay my boy, but my man right here is charging me, and this is supposed to be yeah. my man. I could one on one with you, yo, sir. What's up, man? Why you charging me? You, you know, I, you know, what I'm saying, yeah. why, why not that instead of sneakily, yo, I'm gonna kill him if he if he lies. Sure together, how you killed me? And then, and then the way like you, the man and then the way you asking him too. Yo, fam, yeah. you still got the same. T- of course, I'll tell you. Yeah, I got the same joint, same price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good. But I mean, I don't know if that's the, the truth. I mean, you know, you probably know that's more than just going. That's on. his story. But since they say, yo, he he lived this truth. Some things they got some people, man. You got so then so then now the only dysfunction in the whole story comes to Kevin Childs. So now when Kevin Childs go, man, fuck all that. He a rat. He told right. on me. I know right. he tell it, but he told on me. That right. changed the narrative. Now what? So now they gotta clean up that. So wait a minute. So y'all think it's been telling? Yeah, that's that's what Kevin Charles is saying. Like, but hey, how right. your name pop up in my case if you got nothing to do with my case, my nigga? Right. So so now you see what I'm saying? Niggas been weird. It's just that the Rico law. To let y'all know this, the Rico law was not written for the black man. It was written for the Italians, the Irish, and the For the mob. So what for for the mob. Or what happens is, when you, when you put together African-American Rico laws, you have to put together a 10-year span and got to prove that these crimes was committed, well, certain murders was committed for the part of the game. Gotcha. Like you can smoke a nigga and, and, and not get a fed charge and it has nothing to do with the game. But you can be charged with violating somebody's human rights. Just like the cops with the um, Floyd, the what is that's in federal court now? They right. they're going to court because they violated his civil rights. You know what I'm saying? Allowing the cop to do uh, what he did. Uh, so right, but that's if the feds choose to pick that up. Now, right, all this that you're talking about is Rico shit, right? Yo, right. I smoked him because he was getting over me. I was right. fucking with a a right. gave me the spot. Right. He was I was leaning up from him. Organized, organized, organized crime, organized. So how out of this Rico shit that you're talking about, ain't never caught a Rico charge. You caught one on some DC shit by accident in VA, uh, right? And the only one who actually went to jail over Harlem and that ever was Kevin Child. Let's add this math up. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? It's not adding up. You sitting on the, you sitting there saying that your man was making eighty one thousand dollars a week at the jukebox. Right. That's why I say you listen to these niggas after a while and go, wait a minute, this this math doesn't make sense. You know what I'm right. saying? Right, right. You saying you slowed up and getting you didn't get no crack money, but Rich was, and that's why Rich was being greedy and being funny. But his uncle, who sits in the room uh-huh. and hears us having a conversation about thirty bricks and Fritz, he right. goes and tells them other niggas like, "Yo, they're gonna pay thirty bricks to keep the nigga alive." But the one that take the bricks was out, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You hear me? It wasn't preacher. It wasn't none of them niggas that caught the bricks, but Alpo. Right. Because he's the last right. nigga with him. Yo, it's a dirty game, man. And a dead man can't speak. Right. But we gotta use common sense. Right. Because right. when you hear him speak, they all talking to Rico shit. So the only way you get around a Rico unless you begin to play private eye. So I, I respect what Kevin right. Child said right. about the Because I want to ask you a question, yeah. right? Huh? This is just asking you this. AZ right. said on that Vlad shit, he uh-huh. only hired Ab Poe to sign off on a movie, right? Right. Why are you sending the contract back signed uh-huh. when you could have sent the lawyer to the jail and have him sign off on the contract, right? Right. That's a fact. It, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
you do interviews from, 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 from a phone. Right. Right? Right. So you might as well could have just did that over the phone, right? Did that. Send a lawyer up there. Yo, get the nigga sign for the paperwork. Right. Or you go see him yourself. Actually, have a lawyer because the lawyer can do consultation. He can't do it, but the lawyer can do it, right? But the second thing is, why are you sending me paperwork on Kevin Shaw? Like, why are you sending me this report? I don't get money with this thing. What did that have to do with the movie? What does what, what the paperwork have to do with the movie? I don't fuck with him. I got no connections to him. What does that have to do with the movie? We're trying to do a movie. movie. What are you exactly. saying? Why are you sending me this? So now, A, you give whatever information was in that, that, that backlog to the man who actually told on Kevin Childs. It's crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Foulness. The foulness. But I don't fuck with you. But listen, but we didn't get money together. We didn't do nothing together. I just want to look out for you. So why didn't you give right. the paperwork to Kevin Childs? Facts instead of giving it to you this guy. You give money, nigga. You can, you can find that, nigga. Yo, yo, tell Kev. Yo, yo, Kev, brother. Bring your brother. brother. Somebody to connect you to. You give it to the nigga who actually said on the stand and said he the plug. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't love the... <laughs> wow. You gotta watch these niggas. But what happens is, because they come across like, you know, not aggressive but not crazy, we begin... And this ain't a slandering campaign. This is why people like us gotta speak. Because right. if we don't speak, then a lot of you niggas be confused. Y'all begin to believe niggas is real niggas when the niggas is actually performing coward. This coward mentality. That's why these young boys want to kill, kill. Because that's what they do. Fuck it, I'm a killer. Y'all right. believe that killing's the way because I know I'm lying, but before I be exposed, I'm about to smoke a nigga. That's not how you do this, bro. This is dangerous coward now. No. Dangerous cowards. That's that. And the reason why I'm happy we speaking on this, bro, because some niggas go, ah, oh, niggas is hating on niggas. They was getting money. Nah, because y'all begin to idolize these niggas in front of your kids, and your kids begin to idolize these niggas. So then what happens is, the nigga, I say, I'm a rat, but I'm a killer. So who cares? I'm a killer. Look, look, look at Poe. He killed mad niggas, and look, he's on First Avenue, but he, he couldn't be on First Avenue when the killers was on First Avenue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, okay, got now it. Now you back now, 30 years later. Everybody in jail are dead. Okay, it's right. safe now. But right. was you doing that shit in 1991 before you got bagged? Not at all. Not at all. You was riding through being cool. Yo, what's up? What's up, Poppy? Because right. I was there. I was outside. Right. I was with Jay Slade and niggas in the D. I caught a case in Washington Project, the D, in East right. Harlem. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's right. why, that's why like you said, man, United New York is the fucking win, bump. Anytime you need me to come on your platform for anything, because I got a million and one stories, my nigga. I know you do. Mad I, shit. Niggas get punched in the head, chased. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I grew up with the original FTW, bro. The original. Wow. I don't know about Jim Jones, but I know Mad Jack. I know Jackie. I know Frank Nitty. Right. I know Little Ad. Right. I grew up with all them niggas. Niggas the, the Red Devils and all this shit. 116, Purple Rain and Free Willie and Olaf's and all that. Spanish Harlem, bro. You know what I'm saying? Real, niggas that niggas don't want to speak about because they, they they feel like little niggas. But I'm going to say, just keep right, doing I, what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? You know, shout out to Queens, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody. Man. Bro, bro, hip, let me say about what somebody said about all of New York is very much tied to hip-hop because they did a lot. A lot of those that, Golden Era rappers performed here in Albany. Radio, right? All PR parties is crazy. DJ Toast played a major part. Um, my cousin Passion, um, DJ Pizzazz, Precious mm. James, Sylvester mm. Stevens, mm. K Deuce, 
These are the niggas that you heard every day on the radio before right. commercial hip hop, bro. Right. So they help push move the they help push the music forward. New York City, we have video <laughs> music box. Albany, we have VCR, well, you know. RPI, WCDB. Yep. Right. Right. That's cool. Yeah, God bodies here. The guards and earths. They wore Gucci like we wore Gucci. Eight more jackets right. like we had eight more jackets. Right. Right. So that's why I understand when people say niggas is like 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 who creates these narratives, bro? Who creates these narratives? Right. Because it's like we was all still the same. New York state of mind. You all had the same New right. York state of mind. Niggas just trying to get money. Right. I ain't got a lot of people when I first the only thing about Auburn that was impressive to me was I never seen a black city where there was a lot of Grandmothers that own houses. I never like other than going like the Queens, like St. Albans and all this shit. But when, when you came to right, Albany, right. like niggas' grandmothers own houses, you seen black businesses. Right. That was big right. for me because in New York City, where I'm from, the Puerto Ricans own all the stores. So that's all everything. And you got the the spot on 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 the you got the, the soulful spot by Morton. You got B and right. You got the Silver Slipper. Nigga owned the building in the parking right. lot. My man Phil. You know what I'm saying? That's big. That's inspirational, bro. You know what I'm saying? Power to the fucking people. Brother Anthony and all that. You know what I'm saying? The the best for less shit. You know what I'm saying? I was around. Yo, I should get that hat today, bro, with my name. Zeke Black on the shit. She was mad retarded. Yo, I'm going to tell you what's crazy. My man, you probably know him, too. There's a group called the Flatliners. I feel like I heard that. They was part of Dev Jam Hardcore ever. My man, Dick, he's in um, Schenectady. I remember that. That's my man. I used to hang out with them before he even caught the record deal. Wow. Now, they're the ones that brought me to Bed-Stuy, to Jackie Robinson Projects, Malcolm X Boulevard, right. Bainbridge, Patchett. When his right. style was crazy, my right. man flipping all that toe. We used to call him toe. You could Google this. It's a, it's a, they, they was a part of the Holocaust uh, when he had, um, you had Bone Thugs that really wasn't a Holocaust, but he had those funny beats. Then you had right, yeah. Diggers, then you had the flatline, that hardcore devil. They call it devil music. Yeah, I was no. He said devil music. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, hardcore music. I, I can't lie, I was there with the hardcore era also. So and that's yeah, the hardcore. Because remember, you had them. You had them. Them great conflict niggas from Chicago. That demon music, that demonized music. Conflict. You had that um the niggas from St. Louis, Kansas City. Um, it's, it's like it's a, it's a culture of music, though. It's, it is a culture of music. They was on that wave. It was hardcore. It was kind of hardcore. Hardcore shit. That demon, devil, all that six 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 shit. Um, Twister, his Twister. beats in the visual. When I first heard Twister, them them, them beats he had was there wasn't a hardcore, but it was like different. They when I first right. heard Twister. Cause that, right. cause the too. first time I heard Twist was Air Look. He used to play that shit in Clayton's. You know what I'm saying? It's like, who the fuck is this right. rapping mad fast? You know what I'm saying? He used, right. to, be, he used to be in Clayton's oh, right. rocking right. that shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. Even Bone Thugs. Like, a lot of Bone Thugs shit was like that sort of. Like, was bone bone listen to some of these shit. It's that ritual shit. You know what I'm saying? That yeah, generation right, right, of hip hop. Right, right, right. Who's outside for this shit, man? Facts. Right. Right. To see it change. To see it start from the beginning. To, co- to see it come and go. At the same time, a lot of people didn't get to even um experience those kind of things, fam. And, and that's that, why I still, and that's why I respect everything that you're doing on your end with it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's you want to tell the stories. If you want to tell a story, what they usually say, tell it right. You know what I'm saying? Even tell if it got right. even if it doesn't 
Tell it right. Even if it doesn't make everybody look like a superstar in some of the story, just tell it right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Everybody don't have to be. It's okay because because what I just said, somebody's gonna hit Toto up and go, Toto, but I was rapping in nine six. I'm telling you, when I met him, I uh -huh. met him. What became Desert Storm Records? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Right. Right. Two right. summers later. What right. became Desert Storm Records? When right. I met Toto, what became Murder Inc.? You right. know what I'm saying? These right. are the guys. You know what I'm saying? Toto had a record deal already. You know what I'm saying? He was right. already on a compilation. This is when right. Mary J was on top of the fucking world. Toto, I, I, if I'm right, I think Toto went on tour with them. He right. was really a part of Uptown Records, bro. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. That's yes, when was. your men first left and um, son, what's that nigga name? Heavy D was one of the late. That's when you had Lou Sean and Monifa, right. that whole era of Uptown Records, McGruff and all that shit. That right. was that generation. Toto no more than I, I believe he went on tour with them. Because right. that's when Tupac and Biggie got along. You know what I'm saying? That's what he said. He said it was on, because he did the album with them and they was on the album. They was on the album together. Yeah, they all got along, bro. Because you got to remember, Biggie, the first time I heard Biggie was on a Real Love remix with Mary J. There you go. Like, it's, it's, guy, a, it's a bird, it's a bird. It's Mary Jane, and the damn thing changed. You know what I'm saying? The Super Cat one, I always get it confused. It was a Super Cat first, Dolly, my baby. Oh, yeah, I ain't paying no mind to the uh, one that caught my attention was the real love. It might have been a Super Cat, like that. It was a real love joint because if y'all remember, this is when the, your man Puff had the car canine white joint on with the, with the Tims on that, that photo shoot. And I think that. it was right on magazine, right? Car canine to the roof. So the photo shoot with that shit, that that that's the era. Biggie Smalls' name was just in the air. Facts. So it was still Father MC. It was still that Metal was Chain, the Facts. other nigga, um, Joe C was still popping. I was still somewhere in the studio sipping cold. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 dirty game. Yo, sorry to say that on the night, but I was so happy, nigga. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So you think about this, right? Charles in the midst of this. He's talking about Tupac before he made, before he went to jail. Tupac right. was doing songs with niggas from uptown. Biggie Smalls is still property of uptown records. So right. now when Charles saying, they go, no, no, no. Biggie Smalls' first record situation was with uptown records. Right. Tupac. Party of bullshit, correct? Yeah, all that huh. shit was uptown. Okay. All that shit was way before Bad Boy. Bad right. Boy was when Puffy got a budget and hired every DJ in America to become a Bad Boy DJ. Shout out to Super Mario. That's when you have Boosie B. The man Big J. You know Big J, right? Jamal. Big J. He be on Clinton Ave. He be playing music. He got the... He be... Boosie B, man. He really... Yo! Right. He was in the rooftop. He really ran with... He really ran with... He was... When I first met Big J, I met him with Gigi. Huh? He was a bad boy. He used to go with bad boy DJs. That's when Puffy was pushing that Big mm. Mac situation. That's why I knew that was, that was some real shit, bro. Because he was my man dollars born. You know what I'm saying? Right. Big J pulled up. You probably know him as Jamal. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Jamal. You know what I'm saying? From Harlem. Uptown. Facts. 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 Now, bang, 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 bang. Now this nigga body.